I just watched 18 minutes of the Christian Rock, I don't know, I don't know how you say her name, Blue Face Baby interview. <sighs> what that just did to my brain what that sucks you into if you pay attention to that energy wow and I'm not just looking on it from the level I think we need to get away from the days where we looked at things just at the common interpretation face value. This is not, I don't believe, at least I don't believe, that their relationship is just as simple as two toxic people or two people in a toxic dynamic and we happen to be witness to that. I think it's way bigger because I don't follow either of them. I don't listen to either of their music. I don't search for them. I remember, I remember years ago when he came out with that Tatiana song or whatever. And yeah, for sure. Um, I remember like getting groovy to it a couple times, whatever, you know, playing it in my house or in my car and like feeling like it was a vibe. That was maybe 2017, 2018, something like that. But that's the only music I've heard by him. And other than that, I haven't paid attention to them. So how is it that every time I open up Instagram, when I am having a lazy nothing today, lazy nothing day, and um, I want to be in bed, I want to scroll content, I want to see, like, sometimes I just like a thing, sometimes I just like to look at culture or what's Hollywood or what's mainstream just to gauge where the people are at, like what people are seeing. And I, my thing is really, I, I look at the comments. I'm curious to see different individuals' perspectives interpretation, understanding, but I've noticed lately the amount of toxic shit on these platforms and the the way things trend. Like lately when I come on there and I look at that middle page, not like when you're just, I don't even know what you'd call it. When you go, maybe it's like, okay, if you go to search something, and then it's that page, all that stuff that will randomly come up, even if it has nothing to do with any of what you follow, I don't know how they come up with what they're going to show you, if they gear it towards you, or if that, or if they just push similar things on every, I don't know, but whatever that is, I'll go on there, and I'll see like, widely accepted things or I'll see like what Hollywood politics media or even just like 
TikTokers, even just average people on these platforms who are having podcasts or who are making content, I'll like, it could be something simple like this. One day I saw this girl's page. I think it was a her TikToks and then, you know, now people are like bringing it all over to Instagram. I don't have a TikTok. I'm probably not going to get one. As much as I love seeing the humor, I love seeing how creative people are and I love seeing the humor, but I just, for me, I'm good with one platform at a time. I don't know how some people can have Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, like how are you managing all these things? I average about an hour and 30 minutes on Instagram a day and I still feel Instagram sucking out so much of my life. But anyway, like it could be an example like this. I once was on that middle page and there was a girl, this cute girl, really pretty girl, really beautiful girl making TikToks for content. I thought one of her videos was funny. So then I clicked her page because like I'm not a hater. If I, I don't mind, I'll like as many of someone's posts as I want. I don't care if that's like corny or whatever. And I'll follow someone if I'm into their stuff. Um, so I looked at her page and you know, after going through some of her content, I'm just like, this is so toxic. The whole stuff she was pushing around like hookup culture and cheating and, you know, when dudes be doing this stuff, like just sneaky link stuff or whatever, whatever these like catchphrases and expressions are that just all of a sudden end up everywhere. I'm trying to think of some of them, like a well-known one was Bay or whatever, that never really, that didn't really enter my life. What was in, what's been some of the others? I don't know, just all these things that all of a sudden become a thing. I can't even think of any of them because I just don't use them, you know? But anyway, um, so never is it, it's rarely that just blue face comes up on my social media or rarely just that Christine does. It's usually their content of them together. And it's, I mean, I've read anything from what, like when she tried to beat up his sister and mother, from when he assaulted her at one time, when he was getting charged with being involved in some sort of shooting or stabbing or murder, um, when she has uh, assaulted him or whatever. Um, and here's the thing. I like things that keep it real. Like, I don't want to see perfect content all the time. There's also that on Instagram where there's the people who put in all this effort into keeping up with appearances and making their life seem like it's perfect and glamorous and they never have any emotions other than positivity and pure perfection. Like, I'm not into that whole thing. You're having a human experience. 
You know what I'm saying? Part of the nature of this experience is to always know how to work with the darkness, let's say. Do you know what I'm saying? Like this is about transmuting energy. This is about channeling that energy for more depth, for more wisdom, for more insight. This is about like sometimes even going to the bottom of the bottom and still like resurrecting yourself and like coming back to whatever your version of God is. This is about your evolution. Like this is your, this experience is your soul's journey. You've perhaps lived many lifetimes and they're all there in your subconscious. But that's for a whole other thing. But anyway, um, so something, they came up on my page today and I clicked it for whatever reason. Because I'm just having one of those days where like I have no pants on, I'm cuddling with my cats, before that, I was listening to Bob Marley, Waiting in Vain, like a 20-minute 20 min, 20 version. Just like chilling as a sunset here in Florida. Um, but I'm like, okay, I wanted to see what, that's what it was. This is what it was. I was like, why did I click their content? But anyway, to justify why I clicked their content, because I do feel it needs a justification. <laughs> um is for one, curiosity, for two, to gauge like what society is looking at and like check the temperature of the culture or whatever and see what's happening in the fall of Hollywood and whatnot. Um, see what agendas they're trying to push at us and program us into and basically embed into our subconscious because they know how all this shit works. And I'm talking about people in positions of power that use what they know for manipulation and control and division and um, conditioning. And there's reasons for that. And if you think there's no reasons for that, then you're not looking closely enough at society. And this is not about me putting blame on anyone. This is not about judgment. This is not about right or wrong. This is literally just as you start to unravel and understand certain things. There is levels and layers to what I'm talking about. So anyway, um, I'm having one of those days where my past two days in a row had a ton of stimulus, stimulation, a social exchanges, tech problems, um, being out in the world, you know, today I was supposed to have one client and she had to reschedule to Monday. So I, I was looking forward to an evening of working on her, but things went as they should, you know, then it became about just rest before things pick up again. Because for example, I talked to a Virgo yesterday. Whenever I talk to Virgos, it's always a Virgo that will tell me this insane work, um, what would we call it? Like an insane work schedule that they, I've met, this is my third Virgo I've met out here in Florida. 
where they've basically told me they work seven days a week and that they only get a couple hours of sleep and they live by the clock. Like one person I met was one of the first connections I made when I was out here and I could understand why he had those perceptions and there was a lot that I can see, you know, when you understand energy, when you have empathy, you can read someone in so many ways beyond just what they say. You have understanding for why they're standing in the position they're in, you know? So I understood why he felt this need for putting so much of his life into work. But then yesterday I'm talking to someone and he was telling me literally that he works two jobs a day, like being a firefighter in one other and that he basically works six days a week and sometimes even doesn't go to bed, you know? But like, I know America has many benefits, we'll say. I I know, you know, there's many people that could get defensive around me pointing out anything about America, but there's duality, right? Like I can acknowledge the bad parts of America and simultaneously know that there's good that exists, but that doesn't mean that the problems are not there, you know? Um, To me, it's a problem. If people need to work that way, or at least have the impression that they need to work that way to keep up with the society, or even if it's not about that, if they just believe that that's what life is, like this guy last night, this is getting a little off topic, but it it all ties in. It actually does tie in, okay. Um, Yay, a pro to ADHD, as the peoples like to call it. Um, So anyway, he had a justification where he was saying that he'll be able to retire four or five years early because of this insane schedule he does. But I was also like, okay, but life has many variables. You have no idea what could happen. What if you've given all your life to these things and if they are compromising you or taxing you or taking you away from being able to live in the moment sometimes? Like I told him, I was like, I respect you and I hear you and I see what you're doing and like... I'm not trying to give you advice like that's if you're managing this you know what I mean I was like but for me personally I said it would be hard for me to never take a moment to like listen to myself and allow myself to slow down and be present I said to him my only thing with what he was saying was like I don't want to live by the clock to that level and that was what I brought up with him I said you would have with a schedule that you have you would have to be hyper aware of time in the clock always like your time is all accounted for and immediately that was what it was it hit it right on it he goes that's exactly what my life is he was like my life is completely scheduled like I wake up and eat this thing and then I have to go to this place and then I go to this place and then I won't sleep for two nights like that That is not a reflection to me of a healthy, successful, happy, or abundant society. 
that is really matrixy, you know, and not in like the good, fun way. Sorry, Leo. Hold on, guys. I want to sip of my drink. I have a leftover peppermint smoothie. And Leo wants some. Hi, baby. So anyway, um, okay. Back to what we were talking about. This all ties in to the uh, the false programming of the matrix. Dun, dun, dun. Um, so um, I, I log on to that middle page and I see those two. I see that couple and I see... Chrissy and Rock or whatever on the toilet and I'm like what is this and it's her taking a shit and he's filming it and he's wearing gloves and he's wearing expensive jewelry and this man that when I first first saw him at one time thought was attractive um who I now see literally just like changing in front of me and I think that energy is so very unattractive it doesn't matter how your shell appears for those of us who see beyond the shell and who really see you like some of us fucking see you some of us really fucking see you some of us before we woke up saw you but took it on as ourselves because we're empaths but once we really wake up to this shit and we know your energy belongs to you and mine is mine the things I can see in people's faces body language energy I can see looks of disgust on your face when you're pretending to act like you're having a good time I can see a sadness you've been carrying for years in your eyes. I can see trauma that's happened to you. Um, I can see the child in you. I can see the evil in you. I can see your shadow. I can see the thing that you try to hide that wants to come out because you're shoving it down. Like Some of us really are out here seeing some shit. And the positive of that is that it's bringing me closer to the understanding, which is something I am working on right now in life, about how you don't have to see it to believe it. And so you can use that in whatever way you want. You know, you could use that in the positive for like you don't have to see it to believe it. So your life can change drastically in a year, even though it doesn't may not instantly reflect internal or external changes you're making in a year you could look back and realize you're living a completely different life um you don't have to see it to believe it i don't have to see pictures of a male god and take that as the only concept of god I can feel God in in my life, in my being, in my heart, in my DNA, in my interpretation of what God is without physically 
seeing or relating to what reality reflects and know without a doubt that God is real. And I'm not saying I know everything about what God is or isn't, but this idea that... Who's calling me right now? Hold on. Trying to make a pod for the people. I don't want my phone vibrating. Hold on. Decline. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Anyway. Um, like this, this content's for my peeps. I'm going to keep it real. Anything I'm going to do. I'm sorry. Um, some of the stuff you guys are out here consuming is whack. And I'm not just saying that because it's not me. I'm saying that because I'm going to call it what it is. I used to not call things what they were presenting as because I was afraid of hurting feelings and I always had compassion and understanding and I could always make sense of even like the wackiest shit. But now when I see some wacky stuff, I'm just like, let's call it what it is. Some of these people that have like millions of followers that people are idolizing, I'll go listen to them. I'm happy to be a fan or a stan or whatever you want to call it. I want to check out their content. I'll come on some of these people's pages and look at their stuff and I'm like, really? This is what we're doing? I'm like, okay. I'm going to talk to my little community, whoever they are. I kind of know what you guys are because I get statistics. Mm. I'm going to talk to my people. I'm going to keep it real. And I'm going to be vulnerable, and I'm going to show myself. But anyway, back to our scheduled programming. So, this girl is taking a poop. Blueface is filming it. Like, it's so weird that these are the, you know what I mean? If you were to be, like, if, you know what? If someone was to time travel right now, if little me was to time travel right now, and see bigger me talking about this, if little me who didn't know the internet and didn't know that this was what we're going to be talking about one day would be like, what? You know what I mean? If someone just figured out time travel from the past, if they were to look in on some stuff, wouldn't it be wild? Like if you actually look at the headlines of our news today, That shit is so absurd and ridiculous. I I don't even know what to say about that. But anyway. She's taking a poop. He's filming it. That's today's normal. I'm not even like, I don't even have any thought. You're grown. If you want to be pooping on the internet and your boyfriend wants to show you pooping on the internet, I'm not going to romanticize it. I'm also not going to, like, be up in arms about it. I'm just going to be like, okay, you know. Um, So that part didn't really faze me. Her hair touching the ground, getting her hair dirty. I mean, that didn't really rile me either. Because I'm like, honestly, there's a lot of gross things that happen that people talk about. Like, you know what else is gross? And I know this because I've had acrylic nails before. Because I was a middle schooler getting acrylic nails 
because of probably watching my mom have acrylic nails for much of my upbringing, sitting in nail salons with her sometimes, and thinking my mom was so cool. And like, my mom was a smoke in the 90s. My mom was a hot shit in the 90s. And I knew that, and like, I've been down for my mom for forever. Like, I love my mom I unconditionally. So, uh, and as a kid, I definitely had starry eyes for her. You know, she was my mother. Um, but anyway, whatever drove me to getting acrylics, my peers, the media, my mother, I had acrylic nails before. Girls don't talk about this. But long, long, the long nails that are in now, like these like finger-like nails, those weren't a thing when I was growing up. It was more just being like longer than your fake nails. And I don't know why none of us got, like why didn't any of us just grow our own nails? Why do women always feel that they have to, that what they have isn't good enough and can't be like transformed and how they want it you know we we do this thing with women where it's like we accentuate things that we already have and could develop if we tried to but anyway like we all could have just had longer nails if we knew how to make our nails strong and didn't put all these chemicals on them and didn't have all these chemicals in our environment and like my nails grow all the time you know what I'm saying? They just, I end up one will break and then I start cutting all the others. But anyway, so back when I was getting acrylics to make my own nails longer with some like weird ass press-ons that you put on with like crazy chemicals. Like I just used to sit at my nail appointments and have fumes just blowing in my face for one to two hours. Like people literally sawing my nails, feeling heat coming through my nails and me just sitting there and you're just staring at this person because usually it's like a soap opera or the news on TV and you don't want to stare at the person next to you and you don't want to just look out the window and this wasn't when phones were a thing so you really just like zone out and let someone do all this stuff to your nails. So anyway, when you have acrylic nails, you know what's disgusting about that is that unless you're cleaning those every day, things are absolutely getting under your nails. Dirt, food, period blood, maybe boogers, <laughs> um, maybe makeup, maybe tanner, like literally what maybe dirty dishes stuff, like whatever you're getting into is absolutely going to get under your nails. And this is not me trying to call anyone out or exaggerate or I can't recall necessarily from my experience. I just know that that happens. So like hair extensions on the floor, like yeah, and you know, also you know what's nasty is like lash extensions, like uh, the fact that there's, like there's, there's many things that are disgusting. You know what I'm saying? So seeing someone's hair extensions touching the floor, like, yeah, it was gross, but it didn't really rile me. 
seeing someone poop. I'm least shocked by an adult pooping on camera um, whose boyfriend is filming it. I would be more, I, I was more traumatized years ago, maybe like 2018, 2019 when I first got an Instagram and I saw some mothers opening their baby's diapers and posting their baby's shit and their baby's private parts. Like those are things that weird me. I'm very protective over children. Children didn't consent to be plastered all over the internet. There's there's weird things that are happening with these platforms that people just, many people don't want to talk about until it's too late. Like years ago, we weren't talking about all these things being addictive. On the sly, on the DL, in passing, all these years later, everyone has come out and basically acknowledged and proved and articulated and even expressed that they intended for these things to be just as addictive as any other addiction. Our society likes to focus in on drug addictions, but addictions can be anything. You can turn even something quote-unquote positive into an addiction. You know, like anything is an addiction. It can, can be. It's the way you're engaging with it. It's the behavior associated with it. So anyway, people involved in these platforms have come forward and said that they were geared to be addicting. But anyway, um, so I find things weird around the fact that there's porn bots on all of our stories. Like, what is that? No one has been able to explain porn bots to me. Someone explain it. Why do I have naked, fake robots looking at my shit? That's not weird to anyone. You know what I'm saying? No, You know when you open your story and you have six, seven, you have an asshole looking at you from Carrie Come On Me, you have um, Susie Spreads like with triple D titties staring back at like no one finds this weird. And if that's happening to us as an adult where we don't go looking for it, what about kids that are on these platforms? Do porn bots look at their stories? I, I don't, you know what I'm saying? We don't even know, we can't even, like, what is that? What is the porn bot thing? Someone explain it to me. Someone give me a rational understanding of why that happens, what it is, and why that can't be taken off. Like, why can you censor a nipple or center things around the pandemic but you can't get rid of the porn bots that haunt me that want me to look at their content I have only ever watched porn once in my life it is not something I want to engage in it doesn't even matter like about it's not even about what I know now about it even when I was in middle school and I got exposed to it on a DC trip, which I believe I've talked about before in a pod. Even when I was first exposed to it, it has never re resonated or connected with me. I have never been infatuated, attracted to, lured into, curious about porn. So shout out to someone I know, actually, who is always sending me porn content because he 
thinks that I like it or that it would inspire me, I want you to know that you literally send me stuff all the time. This is me speaking to someone directly. You send me things all the time and I really am baffled as to... I think you know that I appreciate femininity. My idea and your idea of sensuality is very different. But let me not get you off the beat. So anyway, we have children on these platforms. There's no age regulation, right? We see some accounts where they're like, oh, this account is managed by Sean's mom. And Sean's like four years old, being plastered all over the internet, being like capitalized on the internet. And that's fine. Live your life. I'm not saying that you can't or shouldn't. But let me relate it to you this way because I'm someone that remembers a time when there was no internet. If my parents were, okay, if my sister was babysitting me at home, we're eight years apart. If she was asked to babysit me, because that's what we did back in the day. Like we didn't hire a babysitter. We didn't hire a nanny. You were usually put in someone's care that you shouldn't have been put with back in the 90s. We didn't have cameras. We didn't have cell phones. You were just dropped off with like a neighbor, a family member who may or may not have been capable of watching you, but they could keep you alive and your parents knew you weren't just like a six-year-old alone in the house. So anyway, my point being, if my mom told like me and my sister, okay, I'm going to go next door to a party and there was going to be a hundred adults there. Do you know how weird it would be if I just snuck into that party and hung out there all night? Like, would that be appropriate? Would I need to witness what could potentially happen in a room full, in a house full of a hundred adults? Do you know what I'm saying here? This is not like a complex topic, but I feel that Our conversations around this are limited. Like I just articulated this to someone earlier who was, you know, talking about the whole free the nipple on Instagram thing. I have no hang-ups around nipples. I never did. I have never understood why men can be shirtless in their glory, nipples out, like no big deal, nothing sexualized, we don't tell them to cover up, all the things. But women have literally been demonized myself included, often by other women, always, mostly by other women, you know, um, around me walking around without a bra. So no, of course I don't agree with that. But at the same time, because I'm perhaps looking at it from a different angle is why I have questions, you know. So do we need more nudity on the internet? I'm fine, or you know what, here's the thing, I'm fine with more nudity on the internet, do you, do whatever, like, I don't care, I've taken a part in that culture, because I had friends that were photographers, and that's how they asked to use me, because that was what was popular, like, their, women's bodies have been used to sell many things, you know what I'm saying, I agree to things because I thought of it artistically but now there's many situations I wouldn't put myself in that I've done in the past because 
why am I? You know what I mean? Like, it's never necessarily benefited me or been what I'm about. But it's just been like, I like to see people create and I want to be a part of creativity in many ways. But anyway, children are on these platforms. Children are incredibly impressionable. Like until you're 23, we'll say. You're just consuming whatever you're exposed to and you're integrating and you're filtering and it's settling in you in ways. So what I find very odd is that little kids can just be engaging with adults. I don't think that that's necessary. Like make a little and then separate, have a whole kids Instagram platform version. Come on. Isn't this like our smartest people in Silicon Valley and they can't figure out a way to separate like adults for cho- for cho- from children? You know? Imagine you're growing up in today. Okay, so imagine you're growing up in today's world, all right? Imagine you're somebody's kid and now you're able to look back at one of your parents' social media pages. They're, you're allowed, like you're able to see into the past 10 years. Do you need to know or see some of those things? Do you know what I'm saying? So anyway... Um, there's things that these platforms push and it benefits them. It benefits them to have people on these sites unconsciously. You know what I'm saying? Um, so anyway, (laughs) back to blue face baby and Christine baby. So she's pooping on the internet. He's filming it. Then he starts talking about how we're all hoes because we were looking at it. And like he wasn't talking to me specifically. I just want to be clear because just from me like opening that and then getting called a hoe, I didn't comment on whatever about toilet paper on the seat. I'm not concerned with any of that, sir. Um, so he's going off about how people are hoes and Karen's, and something else, and I don't know, maybe he had reasons for saying that, I looked at some of the comments, but, um, okay, so that was his thing, so then in the comments, I'm like, what are people saying, I wanted to see, so I checked out what people were saying, and people were talking about their interview together, and how they shouldn't have done that recent interview and you know people love everybody's using the words gaslighting now everyone's talking about narcissists like psychology started to come online and now everyone loves to be like he's a narcissist my ex is a narcissist my father was a narcissist all my exes are narcissists you're gaslighting me no you're gaslighting me and like I get it guys I get it I was a psych major but like I, at the same time, I don't get it because I'm like, I feel now it's so, is there a lot of narcissistic people in society? Yes, but let's look at why. Why is that? Like, why, why are we upholding narcissists? Why are we emulating narcissistic behavior? Why are we having that pushed onto us do you know what I'm saying like let's look at like the deeper things people always tell me that in life 
whenever people talk to me, they're all, they're always like, oh, you're deep, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, like, people will say funny shit to me, and I'm like, I really don't know what else to come and talk to you about. Like, I find it funny when I try to have conversations with people, and they're always like, whoa, you're deep, you know, and it's like, okay, I guess, you know, I'm like, um, because I didn't just come, like, now I want to see, like, what, I only know how to be me in conversation, you know what I'm saying, but I don't know what, it's like when people, like, I've, I have literally had times where I talk to people, and people are like, whoa, (laughs) you're intelligent, you know, like, often that comes from males, oh, you're smart, but you're like, what? You know what I'm saying? Um, okay. Anyway, moving on from that. Hold on. Let me finish off the end of my smoothie. Sorry, Leo. Grab it. Go to sleep. Rest, baby. I love you. You're beautiful. You're sweet. I love you. You're my best friend. Um, okay. So I go to YouTube, I search for this interview. I didn't have expectations. Um, I really didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what I was getting into. I didn't really wanna watch it. Like it was something where I was like, I don't need this, but I, I'm always gathering information. I feel like I'm like collecting data for something. Like I should get I should find a way, I should honestly be, there's jobs I could have done that I didn't fully like pursue, probably because when we were all growing up, they made women feel like you just had like a few options, like be a nurse, be a teacher, be a housewife like I feel like they gave you know be a hoe I feel like for women they had when it came to like what you were going to do in life the options used to be way more limited that was how they pitched it to you before now these new generations coming up they're they're different they're different because society is different they're different because of the times that are coming so they orient very differently from how all of us do but anyway um i am always like researching collecting data um it's almost like i've become a i feel like i feel more connected and separate from the earth where in a way it feels like I'm like oh I just say things differently now you know I'm like the human experience or this is what the earthlings are doing you know what I mean like something has changed in me but anyway I'm like okay um to the part of me that's a private investigator or that's collecting data for aliens I'm like okay guys I'm going in I'm going into the Christian Rock Blueface interview and they're probably just like can you do something else instead but I'm like no this is for research 
we need to know what the people are seeing. And they're like, or you could go for a walk and get some fresh air. And I'm like, no, I'm going to do my civic duty and check this out. So anyway, I check it out. Oh, my toxic. Like, the level of toxicity, there is so much toxicity in that interview. There's sexism. There's drunk alcohol behavior, which is just looking gross these days. I'm sorry, but like, if you're not hip to the memo, alcohol is on the decline, my friend. Alcohol is a depressant, and it's obvious. Alcohol has had its run for many years. Alcohol has destroyed lives and families, and probably your well-being a few times, and your dignity. Um, alcohol has been out here doing fuck shit for years. Alcohol, spirits, there's a reason why they call it spirits. There's a reason why people can black out and literally lose consciousness while they're drinking. Um, after being around some alcoholics in recent years, that is not a look or a vibe. But anyway, I'm not like shitting on this. Like I'm not saying, you know, there could be a situation where I'd have a glass of wine when I'm in some real matrix type stuff and I never want to say never. Like I can learn from any experience, but if I'm living my best life, it, it doesn't need alcohol and I'd truly be fine to never drink again. But I'm also not going to, like, tell you not to drink. But I am going to point out the ways that it can be bad. So for this interview, it was bad. It didn't, I don't see the alcohol doing anything for them. And, like, here's the thing. If you want to smoke weed on a podcast, then you end up being like a Joe Rogan. And Joe Rogan has had great conversations with people while they're smoking a joint because weed is a completely different entity in energy. But a lot of the time, many people can't, many people don't become the better version of their self on alcohol. Who's texting me? Hold on. What is this? What is this? Why did I just get an email that says for your eyes only with four spelled wrong? Why did a porn bot just send me a text and an email? I'm so confused about that and I'm not going to open that. Excuse me. Um, so anyway, the alcohol was a really bad look for this interview. Then I look at their, like, I watched 18 minutes. That wasn't an interview or a podcast to me. Everyone talking over each other. Everyone getting aggressive and defensive. Everybody projecting. Everybody promoting toxicity. Um... This is a page that has millions of followers, and I don't know any of their other content. I don't know who these people are. 
I'm not saying anything about them specifically, but I'm like, this has a million people, like this style of conversation has millions of people watching. I give my energy to certain things for research. I think some of you need to consider what you give your energy to and why and what vibration that's putting you on. And it's totally fine to engage in whatever vibrations. Just you don't want to have them controlling you. So you should look at the ways that they are. And if you believe that they're not affecting you at all, then how can you say that? How can you prove to me that it's not affecting you at all? So anyway, you know, she's trying to take shots on this. They're drinking. He's sitting back. And to me, all I saw, like with him, I was just like, you know, that bust down Tatiana song wasn't like, it wasn't Return of the Mac. It wasn't Candy Rain. It wasn't This Is How We Do It. It wasn't like a banger like some of the ones that I've grown up with. You know, it wasn't like Coolio Gangster's Paradise. But it was what it was for the times. Well, how did that song go? Like, bust down Tatiana. Um, was it like, like, I'm now just be making up lyrics, but was it like, hold on, hold on. What did it say? Bust down, but I don't know. Like, I can't even remember now. I can't remember anything other than this. Was it like, hold on, bust down, Tatiana. No, I can't even, I don't remember what else was in that song. Was there anything else? Was there other lyrics in that song? But anyway, okay. I listened to it. I fucked with it at the time. Um, but when I see him now, I'm just like, so this is how you value yourself? This is the level of worth that you have about yourself? This is the content that you want to give to the people who are influenced by you and looking up to you and putting money in your content? Or sorry, in your pocket? This is what you feel they deserve? This is how you want to give back to society? Or maybe fuck it. You don't have to do that. You don't even have to be thinking like that. So, okay, it's not about that then. Okay, so this is what you can capitalize on? This is your capabilities? And I know it'd be very easy for you to be like, call me a hater or something. Or call me jealous, right? Like if you wanted to try to get back at me. Well, you don't have millions of followers in a TV show and a number one rap song. Was it number one? I don't know. You don't have a rap song. Like, um, whatever you could say to say that I am not being cool for asking these questions. But that, this is just my perspective. When I saw him sitting back, with all his jewels um, and his image, I'm like, you were an attractive guy at one time. You're pretty, 
you have some good genes and this is what you're doing with them? So you have a son who's growing up in the world and this is how you want him to see his father? I don't know if she's the mother of that child. Is she the mother of the child? I don't know. But if she is, this is what you want your son to see? You taking a video of your girlfriend shitting on the toilet before a concert or something? You, you want to see, have your son grow up and see you guys drunk and fighting in interviews? and Or are you just that enslaved? What contract did you sign for that song and for this platform? How much did you compromise yourself? Either you felt you had no other way to attain what you wanted out of life, to get to live up to this reality. Either you felt this is how you had to do it. I don't know. Either you went into it okay with whatever because it was going to put some jewels on you. Um, and that's what you needed to feel validated, and I, I don't know, you know, either you were cool with everything because of whatever your experiences have been, and I understand that. This place is not an easy place at times. Uh, many of us could, you know, fall under the lure of Hollywood the spells and influence and power. Let's call it power. Let's talk about the power of Hollywood. So, okay, you might have been down for anything if it means giving you power in society. And Hollywood has been one of America's most powerful tools. So whether you knew what you were getting into and you agreed to it, um... Because it made sense in ways. Or you didn't know. And now this is part of your contracts. And you're just promoting what they want you to promote. And you're just another puppet for them to use. Um, I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs of him and her personally. But I do know for many of the people that are attracted to Hollywood that there's often some sort of trauma that is pushing them into seeking out that environment, whether they think it's going to give them love or, um, I don't know, like that, that gets so deep, there would be so much to say. But anyway, so I'm seeing him sit back and basically say how toxic she is. I only watched 20 minutes of it, so if I wanted to give a full evaluation, I would have to watch the whole thing, and I don't know if I can. My brain did not feel right after that. Like, I just can't fuck with low vibrational energy so heavily anymore the the moment people hit me with that density now I'm, I'm just like deflecting it ew it's so cringe to me now I want nothing to do with it when people say something to me that's mean-spirited 
when I see jealous, jealousy in people, when I see competition, when I see someone trying to do drama, when I see someone that lacks understanding or can't see themselves, when I see someone trying to gossip, when I just see some of this gross, low energy stuff, I don't want anything to do with it. I don't think it's cute anymore. I really don't think it's funny. I can find the humor in a lot. So there's a lot that I'll turn into humor these days. That's kind of my new thing. It's just laughing through the ridiculousness now. Once I get over any other feelings I could have. But I have no desire to be toxic with anybody really um if I can avoid that so I don't want to argue I don't want to I don't know take part in some really toxic stuff we have in our culture and I get it like this is what happens when every single person has a platform But I hope more people wake up to the fact at how influenced we all are and how hijacked our minds are and our being and our time is in ways. So anyway, you know, it was toxic. Like in the beginning, right away, the interview starts with her saying she's emotional. I don't know if she was crying before this. But she's drinking. Drinking is a depressant. That's why drinking makes some people sad. There's many things to be said for that. But anyway, she's drunk. She's slurring her words a little. She's got those like, you know how people get like drunk eyes when their eyes just start like drooping in ways? You know how that happens? Your eyelids get heavy on alcohol. Um... So she's doing all that. And then she starts saying how she could be pregnant or about to get her period. The male interviewer didn't understand this at all. And I'll give it to him. Because he said a couple things where I don't think he's a dumb man. Um, but there is definitely way, ways to that he's ignorant. So he didn't understand how she was saying she could be a either about to be pregnant or about to get her period and I understand why he was confused by that but anybody as a woman got that and I don't know why his sidekick female interviewer didn't articulate it earlier she let them play out this whole misunderstanding this miscommunication she let go on and she did this on many things in their interviewer That other female interviewer let many misunderstandings happen that could have been prevented with some clarity and some translation. So why are you doing shots if you could be, if you think there's a chance that you're pregnant? And like not me saying, you have the right, yes, this is not me saying, telling you what to do with your body, but just like, why are we normalizing that? Or I don't know, you could just be like, oh, well, this is just me. I'm not making anything normal. But don't you have a responsibility in some way when this many people follow you? Or do you not feel that? 
I guess many celebrities get angry about the fact that they have these platforms. But like you're angry at the thing that's also giving you life in ways or giving you 